0: Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. So this week I want to talk about my top attitude changes for living a happy life. The reason I want to talk about this this week is because it's very easy when we're talking about mental health to always talk about having anxiety, always talk about the issue itself and become very preoccupied with the issue. And that's fine, we need to explore it in order to work out how to fix it. However we do get to a certain point where we need to start talking about how you're going to build the kind of life that you want. So what happens next basically and how can you make changes that are actually going to make you happier in the long run? Now, the reason they need to be attitude changes is because the attitudes you have about yourself, about others, about the circumstances around you have a huge impact on your ability to be happy. If you have quite a calm, rational, realistic attitude to all of those things, then it makes sense that you'll be able to deal with any problems that occur without getting overly emotional about it and without responding in an overly emotional way. So my first attitude change for happy life is to really understand that you're responsible for your emotions. Now, if you've listened to my previous episodes, um, if you've read any of my blogs, then you'll know that I spend a lot of my time explaining that the way you think affects how you feel which in turn affects your actions. This is the basic underpinning of cognitive behavioural therapy, which I combine with hypnosis in order to help people make these kinds of changes. By understanding that your thoughts are affecting your feelings in any situation, you start to learn that you can control your emotions. Now bad things happen to everybody, And when something bad happens, it is perfectly normal to have a negative emotional response to that situation. There are a lot of situations that are really quite stressful, particularly if you're going through a divorce or you've lost somebody. It is very normal to have negative thoughts about the situation because they are negative situations. But by having that attitude change... And by taking responsibility for your emotions in those situations, it can help you avoid making a bad situation worse. By taking responsibility for your emotions, it makes it so much easier to find solutions to the issues. And the good thing is that when we come through these difficult situations and we realise that we were able to keep our emotions in line and we were actually able to make the situation better, it strengthens our belief in our own ability to overcome adversity. So over time it actually contributes towards building confidence. Now the flip side of that is that good things also happen to everyone. By taking responsibility for your own emotions, you can actually give yourself some credit when something good happens as a result of your own efforts. This allows you to appreciate good fortune without attributing it to luck. Because what we want to avoid in the future is this idea that your luck might run out. So another attitude change that I think is very important for being able to build a happy life is to be quite flexible in your thinking. Now, I've talked previously um, in blogs and other podcasts about cognitive distortions, which are negative thinking patterns. These negative thinking patterns lead to negative emotions and therefore often lead to negative or damaging actions. One of the most common cognitive distortions that people tend to think and that I see in clinic are people thinking in terms of should or must or have to. I should go to the gym. I have to get the house cleaned. Things have to be a certain way. People should behave in this way. This is something that always concerns me about other practitioners who push like mindfulness rituals or create the idea that you have to live in a certain way to be healthier, better or more successful. Because the problem with this thinking inflexibly is that it can often lead to feelings of irritation or depression or anxiety, as it may be that you're trying to do things that just aren't possible within your lifestyle. The key to changing this attitude is to think carefully and to ask yourself how can I adapt this brilliant idea to fit in with my personal situation? By accepting your reality and just aiming to improve it wherever is possible for you, you can develop a much more positive and realistic attitude to yourself. Another approach to the should distortion is to consider what do you actually want. Do you want to achieve something? If you do want to achieve something, say, I want to achieve this and find out, ask yourself how you can fit in the work necessary to make it happen. Try to avoid the thinking of because I'm too busy, I can't do this or I can't practice mindfulness because um, I have to put the kids to bed. Try and think how you can fit it in instead. So another attitude change that is really, really useful to helping to build happiness is the ability to learn to tolerate uncertainty. Now this is something I come across quite a lot because clients with anxiety are naturally quite fearful of the uncertainty. Many of my anxious clients spend a lot of time and energy trying to work out what the outcome of a situation might be. And this is where we get cognitive distortions such as, what if? Or the worst thing is going to happen. Or even when they turn into self-beliefs like, bad things always happen for me. As a way of preparing for what's going to happen. So often I hear people say that they prepare for the worst thing because then when it doesn't happen they're surprised which has a certain amount of logic to it. um, But unfortunately, that whole attitude is just the wrong way round. It's the wrong way round for building happiness and confidence. So we need to tolerate that uncertainty instead. The unfortunate thing about life is that nothing really is certain. So searching for that kind of certainty is really only going to cause negative emotions. And generally what I see is that it results in a lot of stress and often a lot of inactivity or procrastination. Ideally, what we're looking for is an attitude of maybe a calculated risk and maybe a bit of experimentation that will give you a bit more opportunity than simply avoiding situations because you're worrying about what the outcome might be. If you can accept that there's no certainty, you can stop trying to worry about predicting the future or planning for the worst case. So this links quite neatly with the first two attitude changes I suggested. So number one was understand that you're responsible for your emotions. And number two was to improve flexible thinking. So if we can adjust our attitude about what should be, we can think more flexibly and then we can adjust to the outcome that's needed. And if we take responsibility for our emotions, then even mistakes can have a positive outcome. So my challenge for you is to try it. Try changing some of these attitudes and see how you get on. See what happens when you try and think more flexibly. See what happens when you try and stop predicting the outcome of everything and accept the fact that you don't know. See what happens when you learn to take control of emotions and situations by being very careful and very aware of what you're thinking in those situations. Consider finding uncertainty exciting Consider experimenting, taking some risks to see what it is that would make you happy in life. And more and more, just try and be aware of the thoughts that you're having and the self-beliefs that you have. Because unfortunately, our thoughts are not facts. Generally speaking, our thoughts are just random cognitions that have come about through learning and previous experience, but aren't necessarily true. So consider the idea that your thoughts may not be factually correct and it might just be possible for you to change how you're thinking and actually move towards a much happier life and away from the mental health issues that you may have started with thank you for listening to this episode of the anxiety to confidence podcast you can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. that's the number two anxiety to confidence